Guys, good evening. Welcome to the ME7 podcast. Um, yeah, we're just waiting for a few people to to come on and speak this evening. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say really in terms of um, yeah, in terms of, of of performance, in terms of fight, um, in terms of lack of goals, lack of consistency. It just isn't there at the moment at the Jills. Um, going from from obviously one one week to the next where we look absolutely brilliant against the Charlton side that had no answer for, for Steve Clements' men to then go today against against Bradford and and obviously look completely completely lifeless. So um yeah, literally <laughs> do not know how to sum it up into words. Um it's obviously a clear problem. Um, so yeah, um, we'll try and, we'll try and get, um, we'll try and get the, the boys in to, to speak this evening. Um, Luke, try and get you in buddy to speak. Um, yeah, obviously we saw the team and, uh, yeah, strong team on paper. Obviously still one forward in that team in, in obviously starting with was, was McCordy Bond. Um but we thought it would Yeah, we thought certainly looking at the team it was it was a strong certainly a strong team on paper. Um yeah, obviously Turner and Turner in goal. Um yeah, Turner in goal, Roy McKenzie, Masterson, Amon, Malone, Coleman, Dieng, Williams, Mahoney, Lapsley and Bond substitutions were Morris, Alexander, Augie, Augie, uh, Jeffries, Clark, Nichols and Hawkins, obviously Great for Ollie Hawkins to be returning um, for his first Jules performance of the season. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, we'll try and we'll try and get a few few of the boys in because I'm sure you don't want to uh, listen to my dulcet tones all evening. Um, feel free to yeah, feel free to fire your comments in, in, into us tonight. Um, what you think of the performance? What you think of Stevie Clements at the moment, obviously I was shot down on, on Wednesday night after my comments about Steve Clements of, of, of the style of play. I just don't see it. I stand by those comments 100%. Um, I don't see it. I, I, we've, we've, we've now resorted to, to long ball and, and, and certainly on 60 minutes when, not, when Ollie Hawkins come on a bitch. That's exactly what happened. We just looked to lump it up to him for, 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 for half an hour to try and get ourselves back in the game. Um, and it just didn't work, did it? Um, and and that's what I meant on Wednesday was that where since Neil Harris has gone is that style of play. What have we seen it today? Absolutely not. Absolutely not at all. And in fact, we see we see less fight from the players. Um, we see we we see less urgency when when it's not going their way. Um, we look less even less likely to get back into the football match. Um, I just don't. I don't see the way. I don't see where where we're going in terms of breaking into that top seven. Um, GSFT has asked, um, Jill Stats guy, um, James, I fully agree with you on Wednesday. How long before he is open to criticism in your eyes? Look, he's got to be given. He's got to be given fifteen games. He's got to be given at least at least fifteen games to to get fully judged. Um, he's at. 
seven now in all competitions. Um, so for me, he's got to be given another eight before we start judging completely on on him. Um, so be, be, before, yeah, but I think I think it, it's it's not gone yet the way that we all wanted um, in terms of getting even better and breaking definitely into the top seven. Um, of course, he's won four out of those seven games. But if you sack a manager that is just outside the playoffs, a point of automatic promotion, you need to get to your, you need to get yourself into a position where you're you're better, basically. And we and and the stats don't lie. It's position wise, they don't lie. Um, we've not got better, and that's the that's the that's the problem with it. Is that we statistically. We we actually sit worse off. We actually sit tenth. I, I I believe we we probably actually dropped to our lowest position of the season tonight. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Um. So yeah, that's that's a problem in itself. Um. Uh, Stu Lewis has asked on reflection: Was the Harris sacking a mistake? I think early signs, Stu. Yes, uh, yes, I think it was. I think it, I think it was early signs on on it. Um, we can sit here and, and say what what happened, what the rumours are, what happened in that ballroom and whatever else, and why why Neil went. Um, and 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 we're never going to know. And 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 to be honest, I've got no interest in knowing. Um, but but the statistics the statistics don't do not lie. It's the fact that we are tenth statistically wise in terms of league position we've dropped the lowest that we have this season so yes early signs that it is a mistake um but for me let's see where we are in eight games time um to really judge Stevie Clements which I think is a fair assessment give him another eight games which will take us to um let me just get the fixtures up uh, the next eight games will take us to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That will take us to the end of January um, in all competitions. I'll give them to the end of January and then we will have a flare reflection. Luke, mate, good evening. How are you? Can't hear you, Luke. Sorry, hello, you are. Right? Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Um, yeah, carry on from where I've left off, I guess, on on um, today. A bit, a bit perplexed, if I'm being honest. Um, I think it's a. We obviously, you know, after the Charlton game, you know, even I put a tweet out and said, look, if we can carry on and play like that, we'll be we'll be there or thereabouts. On today's performance, I would suggest it's going to level out into. Mid-table mediocrity because let's be honest, we are if if that a mid-table side. Um, proving that again today, um, I don't think Clements has. He obviously has to take, you know, a part of the responsibility. But some of the players only turn up for big games to have one shot on target at home. It's embarrassing. Um, the scenes in the rain amends. When you've got people fighting each other, embarrassing. Um, 
and it's just kind of spiraled out of control from where obviously where where when Neil's got sacked, obviously the feel good factor from Como now seems a million miles away. Um and it's just kind of spiraling into Yeah, just it's it's it's, it's not great, is it? No, I don't think it is. Um What what for you are the biggest the biggest main problems in this dual side at the moment? Can't cre- can't create any chances, as clear as day. I don't think I think mentality oh, I've listened to a brief bit of um Clements's post match say mentality is 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 a massive one. So we're just so inconsistently, inconsistent. Sorry, inconsistent. We're inconsistent, so inconsistent that you can go to and dominate Charlton, who you know not too badly under Appleton since since his takeover, and they're on a, an upward trajectory and absolutely dominate them. And then a team in the lower half of League Two, from where Bradford have been, and come much is just easy pickings. It's just. We're so inconsistent. We don't create any chances. We don't score enough goals. And since Harris has gone, I don't think the players are really up for it, apart from a cup game. Like, yeah, like we put the tweet out earlier, is that it seems like at the moment it's easy for us to get up for the big games um, than it is for Bradford at home. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, if they want to get promoted, then every every game is a, a cup game. If they want to get out of this league, that's how they've got to treat. I just don't, I just don't think they're up for it. I really don't. Not especially in the league, a couple of good cup games. But I think we need to have a serious think about it. if we actually want to go up. I think we need more than three signings in January. Because, but we're looking. But but Luke, we're talking about the recruitment, aren't we? Here again, is that we're we look we got we did really really well. Let's let's yeah. Let's not take it away from the recruitment team last January in terms of the recruiting the way they did in January to get us out of where we was. Brilliant. But do we now look in hindsight at the summer and was the recruitment not as good as it actually yeah is? I, or, 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 yeah, yeah, I said that to someone that today. Sense? I said, I think. I said it. I said it from the beginning. Where when we won the, the first four games one nil, I still think we was papering over the cracks, and it was just we were just. I think we got a bit lucky if we're being honest. Like if you look at it, and I don't think the squad is as good as what everyone makes out, and um, I think we wasted too much time on Alfie May. Probably I, I don't know how, how far we got in with um, the lad from the from Scottish team. Can't remember his name. DJ, whatever his name is. Um, I think we, we we messed around with that too much. Didn't get a proven goal scorer. Didn't get any pace. Didn't get any wingers, apart from obviously Conor Mahoney. And I think that's come to bite us, bite us, bite us in the backside because every time we play against teams that have got pace down the wings, um, we struggle. We we really do struggle. And um, I think if we don't get January right, we'll, like I say, we'll be mid table. Like I say, we'll be mid table. The squad ain't good enough for playoffs. That's, I really, I really don't think he is. No, it was too inconsistent. You, yeah, you say about mid-table finish. If we don't get it right, is that then two questions to you, mate? 
is that then a failure? And if so, whose fault is it? Um, I think I think the problem I have, and obviously I get a lot of stick for it, is that Brad said in the um, fans forum, he set the expectations of we're either going to fight via the playoffs or we're going to or we're going to Wembley. So the level of expectation was set, was made by the owner. So obviously, then we have the, or, you know the first four games, winning games. You're thinking, all right, we, you know, a lot of people are thinking, all right, you know, this 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 could be us. And then we've fallen by the wayside. Harris got sacked. We were recruited for the players who played Neil's way. I don't think, we, we, again, I mentioned again, we're too, too inconsistent, need to play with the tempo that I think Steve Clements wants to play with. Um, I think I think it w- w- will be a failure. It's a tough league this year, don't get me wrong, with the Wrexham, Stockport, obviously Barrow flying. Mansfield, Notts County, even though the wheels are falling off as well. It's a, it's a very tough league this year, but the expectations were set by Brad and everybody went along with that. Como was amazing and, and there was a, like I say, a massive feel-good factor. I think would I think you can, you can ask that question back to it, is that do you think with this squad under Harris, would we have got in the playoffs? Because I still think we would probably finish mid-table. So I do think it's a failure. Whose fault is it? Well, that's, I don't think it, it falls in a lot of areas, doesn't it? The recruitment team, Neil, if we don't get there, Stephen, and then ultimately the players. I think there has to be a responsibility shared all round, really. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I suppose if we if we take the game as, as what it is... Well, I think we say that too many times, though, over the last few weeks. Let's take each game in isolation. I hate, I hate, yeah, I hate yeah. that saying, because, again, it proves down to... Yeah. We're so inconsistent that we keep having to go, oh, let's just take this game, one game in isolation. But how many times have we said that over the last five to six weeks? Let's just take this one game in isolation. Yeah. I don't think we yeah. keep, keep using that excuse. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, completely agree. No, completely. Completely get it, mate. Um, I think what, you know, you mentioned about the, the press conference yeah. with Clements. What actually really, really sort of struck me was it, and I don't know if you heard the comment, was when he said, we got, we went behind by a goal and then it's very difficult to get that back. And then he went on and went and said, and in football, once you go down, once you go down in professional football, a goal down, it's very difficult. Not very, It doesn't happen very, very often. And I thought, whoa, hang on a minute. So what you're saying is, is that basically the mentality that you've got is that as soon as you're going to go behind, you know that effectively we've half half the battle's gone. We've 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 pretty much lost the game once we've once we've gone one 0 down, and that that set alarm bell ring yeah. to me. Yeah, I think, but I think that might fall down to the like the way the players have been our records under Neil as well. Uh, for the last two years, that we, you know, can't can't win the game when going the goal behind. Um, I think we said this last year when we talked about to bringing someone in, like a sports psychologist, for our waveform. If you remember, like a year ago, I think we discussed this, and I think some of the you know, we still have some of the same players that still have gotten effect, affected by that. So I think there is a case that. 
it's it's more of the mentality and the players. But I, I wouldn't want to be hearing. I was we, that that comment was was strange, and I don't think you want to really be hearing your manager saying, "If we go one 0 down, we're definitely going to lose." It's um it was very bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Um, you meant, obviously you mentioned we we've mentioned about Bradford in terms of um they were struggling, but look they they they've got better under Alexander since since he's walked through the door. Um, about that new manager bounce. Seems to be with, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? They've, they've, they've had that new manager bounce, haven't they? Yeah, and I, I think with what Graham Alexander's done is what we always were hoping Stephen Clements would do, and it hasn't really materialised into into the league forms yet. They were, to, to be fair to Bradford State, they, were, they weren't great, but they were well organised. Um, mm. they come and done a job. Um and, and again, I think Alexander's going to take great kudos away from that because he's already come down here with with MK Dons. Um, and I think, yeah, we were, like I say, I think they'd only have two shots on target as well. So that shows you what type of game it was. Um, but yeah, he, he's done what we what we was hoping Clemens would do. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of um, two seconds, mate. Yeah, in terms of um, with, with with Brad, you go back to the Brad comment, um, and, and we say about um, about when he mentions about promotion, um, and and that sense of failure, um, and and the promise and whatever else and and whatever. Um, do you think as a as a fan base, um, I think the question I'm trying to ask is that. Sort of that level of expectation. Do you think it's it's come from Brad, or do you think as a fan base we sort of thought this season it had to be playoffs anyway, um, or was it because Brad had sort of said, "Well, I'd like I'd like the top seven. What do you think it was? I think it's a mixture of both. I think yeah, as a fan base we do get quite excited, you know, too quickly, and I think it was the Everything that we achieved at the back end of last season, you know, the stats don't lie, do they? We were what, second in the form table towards the end of 2023, only one behind Stockport. Um, picked up some really good wins at home and then eventually <coughs> on the roads towards the back end of last season. I think it, there, there was signs there that if we'd have come to, yeah, we, we could have continued on in that vein, we would be there or thereabouts. But I say, I don't think. I think Brad was riding that wave as well, but it's uh, soon come soon come crashing down. Um, but I say, yeah, the, the stats don't lie. We, we were we were one of the best sides in the league towards the end of well this this year calendar year when before the season finished. And um, yeah, I think we might have got a little bit carried away, but again, I think it comes down to squad depth, and that's kind of um, what's come back to haunt us now. Yeah, I mean. The thing is, Luke, we, we we look at we look at the players that we brought off the bench this afternoon. And I mean it's great for Ollie Hawkins, isn't it? I think I think we have to obviously mention that Ollie's not kicked off the ball all year. Um and it's great for him to be back and it's great for us as a team to be back. Um well I say that for half an hour we just lumped it up to him, didn't we? Um but 
but we look at the we look at the players that we're bringing off the bench, and it's Ollie Hawkins, it's Tom Nichols, um, it's it's players of that calibre. What is it a case if if that we've ended up signing square pegs in round holes? Yeah, I think I think. The, 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 I looked at the bench today and I was like, oh, that, is, that is a strong bench. Obviously, we list, left out Sean Williams. Um, we can't get, can't get in the side at all at the moment. We've got, um, let's say, Ollie Hawkins, Tom Nichols coming on. Um, and I think, I suppose, it comes down to that we still have no pace, no width. And I think that's where we've massively, massively let ourselves down in, in, in the summer transfer windows that we didn't address didn't address that and we didn't address the the goal score. I know some people are in a mix of things that you don't need um, a 20, 25-year-old, 20, 20, 25-goal-scoring striker. Um, and then people go back, oh, but Leighton Orient didn't do it last year. But Leighton Orient had quality all over the pitch that, the, that we haven't got. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I think you're off right, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, I think it's the case of... Harris, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep saying. <laughs> people, I, I know, like obviously, people realise that we need to get over Harris, and we do, yeah. we do need to get over Harris. Um, he's gone, he's gone to Cambridge. Just nothing we can do. Um, I just think for me, it should have been left alone um, till at least 15 games. Um, it wasn't. It is what it is. We've then gone down the road of a manager that hasn't managed before. Yes. By all means, four wins out of seven. Um, but we've still got the same problems. Um, and we're still now looking at another window where we've got to rescue the season again. Um, and that's that's a problem, is that we've had January window, yep, perfect. We, we signed the players to get us out of it. Brilliant. Credit to the club. Whatever. The summer. We cried out all, all summer for a pacey winger and a forward. We didn't get it. Um, and now we're paying the price for it. And we just sincerely hope that January comes around and that's what's signed. That is what is signed. Um, what? Any any other positions that you look at, Luke? Yeah, I think we need someone who's going to create something, like a, who can, a creative midfielder, because I don't think we haven't got that person that's going to find that killer pass, um, apart from... Conor Mahoney, but again, he's inconsistent. Um, and I think, like I say, I think we need another winger. I think we need an actual left-sided winger. Um, I was talking to someone earlier and they said about a right-back, which I kind of half see. But I think one thing we've got to be careful of now is obviously all these players that we have, we've brought in is, no, if the rumours are to be true, we are very close to um, financial fair play limits. So people are going to have to go before um, before we get anyone in um, and I think that's going to be a problem in itself um, but yeah I, I, I think when you mentioned about the the Harris sacking obviously I was one of the ones that said yeah like he, he needs to go but I was still the timing of it was slightly off for me and we, we all know the rumours that have, have circulated of why and, and how he was sacked um, but the problem you've got is that we Built, his his team was built up in his style of play. Yes, um, yes, and yes. now you've got a manager who play wants to play the complete opposite, or allegedly wants to 
play completely opposite to what Harris done. Um, yeah, but, bang but on. Then, he, bang then, on. He, then he says, I just want to win games of football. So <laughs> we don't know what that style of play is, as you, you alluded to on Wednesday night. Um, but now you're going to have to recruit in January to play a different type of football. And I don't think we've got the money to do it. Um, so I think it will... I'd be love to be proved wrong, but I think we will finish outside the playoffs. And then I think it'll be more of a, this is a, a rebuild um, to go into to the next season. It's just a waste of the season. But if we, if we're going to do this new change of direction, which I think was an absolute, is, is now coming to an absolute cop out of an answer of why Harris got sacked. Um, yeah. He should have been sacked in the summer. And then yeah. someone else, yeah. Clement should have come in all the players that he wants to do and how he wants to play football. Not now, yeah. got eleven, pretty much 11 players on the pitch. They're used to playing how Harris wants to play. And now we're going to have to, again, going through another stage of, um, what, another stage of rotation of the players that we need to bring in to play, play in this way. But that's what so, I think. So the question, question I want to ask you, Luke, is we've, the, club, the club's done so well off the pitch in terms of the LED boards, the club shop, um, the owners, we know they're we know they're fantastic. Um, the people within the club are fantastic, and whatever else, we know all that. We know that off the off the pitch, the club are in a much much better place. Um, but how long can it be sustainable at League Two level before we say right, okay, we just need to take the next step now? Um. I don't know. That's a good question. It's. I think we we need to. It'd be interesting to see, kind of, with all them new investments they made, how much more money they're bringing in because it's got to be the next stage. But the, is the next stage is getting better players, right? Um, yeah. And I think yeah. I think that's well. We need to start seeing that turnover before um, before we can do that. So it, it's an interesting question, but I think it's like. I don't know how long Brad and Shannon are going to want to stick around if you see the scenes in the rain men today um, and all the trouble that's gone off the yeah. pitch. So that's I know, I know. Fighting, fighting, and fighting with road fans, even with, with people leaving early. It's just a joke, yeah. isn't it? Mental. Absolutely mental. And, right. and, and the fans that were actually leaving to leave early are the, are the fans that go to around about 40 games a season. So if they want to leave early, they can, they're entitled to, to, to do what they want, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Is that it took Mansfield five transfer windows to get where they need to be. Um, is that sustainable for it to take that many windows? Twins how quickly Brad and Shannon want success, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's that's what it is, isn't it? I think it's measured on on the owners and how quickly they they want it. Like when you talk to them, like we do, um, it kind of they do say all the right things that they want it done in. You know, promotion in well, they wanted promotion this year, but I don't think that's going to happen. But um, next year would probably be if well, yeah, well, I hope I hope Clements pulls through if he's still at the helm. Um, would it be him? Would it be someone else? Who knows? I say we're we're quite fickle as football fans, and I don't think you got you got you got to say what is his what what has Brandon Shannon said to him about what this season looks like? That'd be an interesting answer to to find out. Um, is it this season or is it next? But we move from there. That's, yeah, that's that is interesting, isn't it? Is that have have the goalposts changed for, for 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 Clements or are they the same? That's the thing in my mind. 
they need to be the same. They need to be the same. Yeah, exactly the same. I don't think it should it should change. Um, I suppose last little thoughts then on on Clements. Um, he's had it tough. <laughs> yeah, in terms of he's walked into a situation where it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah, if that if that is that a fair? Yeah, I do you agree. think that's fair? It was. Um, I think again, it, like we, like what I've said previously, is that it depends what Gillingham side turn up on the day. Yeah, but what I'm, I think, what I want, what I'll sort of want to ask, mate, is, is Stevie Clements to blame for the inconsistency, or is it down to the fact of we're we're just in a situation where, like you said before, he's walked into a squad that's not his. He's trying to put across his philosophy and it's going to take time. Yeah. Look, there's only so much the man can do until then players step over that white line. He can prepare yeah. him the right way. He can give represent, sorry, say how he, how he wants to start a football to play. He can do his tactics. But then ultimately, when then players step over the white line, it's out of his control. They're going to do what he says if they're not, if they're up for it, if they're not. Um, I think I think the players have got off a bit lightly, if I'm being honest. Um, it's kind of the Harris chat, you know. Now go moves to Stevie Clements, but the players seem to get get off a bit scot free. Like today, I thought Scott Malone was absolutely dreadful. I don't think Jake had a good game, um, and I think the players. I think sometimes the players do get off. Have got off a bit lightly, because um, ultimately it's them that, that them that are playing, not not Stevie Clements. Yeah, that is that is bang on the money. Um, would you? Yeah, for me, I would like to see the players come out a, few, a bit more um, and say, "Look, it's on us." Um, I don't think there's enough of them in there that do that at times. Um, they're sort of happy to hide behind. Um, I'm not saying it's all the players. It's definitely not all the players. Um, and I'm certainly not questioning characters. But I think at times, this is where I come back to the point I made a while ago of I, and it comes to recruitment, is that I don't think we've got enough players in there that are ready to go to war. Um, and that's not on them. That's on the fact of you're either built that way or you're not. Yeah, and I think that's, what you, that's, like, that's yeah. an interesting point as well, right? Because if you remember in the back end of last season when we were talking about going into this transfer window, Harris always used to go on about how he wants to sign characters. He wants to sign Gillingham players. And from the recruitment that we've done, I, I don't think that that was... We've done that at all. Um, no, no we've, got not, we've not got the... Well, ironically, we've not got the Hesses in there, have no, we? Yeah, we've not got the kick someone, and, and you know, no, we've not got the Barry Ashby's. We've not, we've not, we've not got the Barry Ashby's. We've not got the guy about us. We've not got the Paul Smiths. We've not got the Paul Shaws. We've not. You, you can keep going, can't you? Um, and it also seems we've like we're not quite got a quiet team. Giving in players, yeah, and we're quite. If you have a look, we're quite a quiet team. Like the only, I was looking again. So the only person you can really talk in is Jake. Apart from yeah. that. We're a very, very quiet team, and I think it shows that we haven't got. Well, the captain Iron Man's been floated about between what Johnny Williams, Amar, Scott Malone, Sean Williams, yeah. and that says it all, doesn't it? Is that four or five players have had it already this and season? 
can you say that any of them are really captain material probably or, or, not, or probably a, not. a natural leader? I know you used, Harris is say Sean Williams is, does his leading off the pitch, but you need somebody who's going to you know, grab someone by the, the rough of the neck of their own player and give somebody uh, you know, the proverbial if they're not playing. And I don't, we haven't got that. And I think that's when you come up against like the Bradfords today, I think that's when we go higher than a little bit as well, when we're playing the tougher, phys, more physical sides. A little bit different against Salford, we were, we, but that's in the day what Gillingham team turns up. Um, but I think we, we need that natural born leader. And I think that's a must in the window as well. Whatever position it may be, whether it's a striker, a midfielder or a defender, we need somebody who's going to, like you say, want to battle in the trenches and, and rally the troops. Good. Good, good. OK, mate, honestly, it's been a cracking 35-minute chat with you um, tonight. It's been it's been really, really good. So, appreciate you coming that's on, right. Luke. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for tonight. Because, to be honest, I think I've got to a point where I'm a little bit I'm a little bit um, sick of talking about you. <laughs> um, it, it, it ruins our weekends, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, everyone go and enjoy your evening, go and have a drink um, and uh, and we'll catch you for a preview um, midweek just before the Forest Green game because we're obviously playing on Friday night. Um, so, yeah, go and enjoy your weekend, everybody. Um, thanks for listening. And as always, other deals. Good night.